there's no way in the world you can appease it. Right. There's no way. I don't care who you are. But at least we recognize it exists and we still treat people as human beings. People make innocent mistakes or they can say, hey, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry that offended you. I mean, I certainly didn't mean that to be offended, but they're not doing something intentionally to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. And from that perspective, I think sometimes I see people that are just falling all over themselves because of the political correctness and the mob demanding that they make an apology. So they're making an apology. And sometimes I don't think we should be apologizing. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I'm Bill McMinn from Eagleville Bible Church. Steve Sargent along with me. We already did one on cancel culture, but you and I, man, we get together and... We don't have a problem talking. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so anyway, uh, yeah, we got partway through it. And uh, the one thing we were talking about with the cancel culture is basically it's a modern ostracism or boycotting somebody who says something you think is offensive, and whether that's a company or a CEO. And, mm-hmm. and we've known plenty of stars who have had to step out of roles or step down. And, and this has been going on for a long time. Some of it, perhaps rightfully so, like Mel Gibson says something anti-Semitic. Mm-hmm. That is clearly, truly was a wrong thing to say. Right. And he got censored for that. And we understand some of that. Okay, yeah, I mean, you clearly say something. Other stuff is more... No, I'm giving you my opinion, and I'm not allowed to give you my opinion on something. I'm not allowed to disagree with all the crazy multiple genders they're coming up with. Mm-hmm. And by the way, who even decides that? Anyway, you know, when you come talk about multiple genders, who's even deciding how many genders there are? How could it even be scientific? Mm-hmm. It's got to be some other thing. You know what I mean? Because when you come to the Bible and you come to XY chromosomes, there's males, male and female, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, that's right. Right. I don't know where... Um you know, how all of this was created as far as what, not, I don't want to say made it the gospel because it's not, but what made it, this is the way to do it. And I do understand in public life, <clears throat> we have to treat people with respect and dignity, regardless of what they are, or what they identify as. And I think, you know, obviously in your life too, we treat people with respect right. and dignity, regardless of if we agree with them or not. We don't go around like trying to run them over or something. Right. And we would, re, no. you know, we treat them as human beings. We right. still um, respect people. And I don't think um, you can expect the world, especially our society, to just automatically understand whatever it is that maybe a group is going right. through or something. And I'm not just talking about, you know, we, we know about racism and um, maybe uh, there's been <clears throat> some biases against women. Women couldn't vote for a long right. time. and women were nothing but kitchen knaves and baby makers and to have women that are in some leadership roles and in a lot of families, especially in the African-American families, women are the head of the household. Right. So it's things that you understand like that about where people come from and what they went through. Sure. We get it. Um, but we shouldn't just automatically be crucified because we label somebody the way that we've always labeled them. Right. You know, we've been doing it for how many ever thousands right. or hundreds of thousands of years. It, have you noticed, though, there is a trend in our culture to start canceling people and silencing them because they say something you don't agree with? In other words, if someone were to say they think the election is stolen <laughs> for sake of argument, and a lot of people have said that. Yes. 
they're viewed as crazy and you're not allowed to say that. There was actually a post a young man put on the Facebook had on there. You weren't allowed to put like a brownie face or a laughy face. It was, I guess it was laughy face. You weren't allowed to comment on that. It wasn't allowed. And so again, it's censoring any type of objection to what they're saying. And so if I wanted to go say something on Twitter, let's say mm-hmm. that was different than what the mainstream press said. And I think, Hey, I got some questions about the way the vote went down. Then I, I could be censored for that. Where I look at them like, well, I don't think I should be censored for mm-hmm. it. You don't have to agree with it. If I have my thoughts, you have your thoughts. Right. And I don't, I mean, I personally think Trump lost the election. I know people don't like hearing that, but so I don't, I'm not saying it's me, but I'm just pointing out that that is a clear issue in the last few months that has come up that people have really been kind of put down and silenced. You're not allowed to speak up. You're not allowed to question what the outcome was, mm. Right. So that's an issue for me, you know, where I feel there is a true censorship. And I think in some ways we got to stop being so uptight and stop protecting everybody so much. Mm -hmm. Stop worrying about protect, man. We're going to make a baby culture here real soon. (laughs) You know I mean? You can't take anything. It's like, oh, I'm so sorry. Your little feelings got hurt and you didn't like what I said. I'm around a college professor. He used to challenge my thinking all the time in the whole class. Yeah. And he make you mad. I appreciated that guy more than anyone because he said, my job is not to be here and not make you think. That's right. My job is to say some things to challenge your thinking and to make you think, right? Right. It's the same way with like, um, you know, coaching. Like if you're a coach, I was a coach before. Right. And even though I had little elementary school kids, still, you're going to yell at them sometimes. You're going to correct them when they're wrong. Right. I'm not trying to embarrass them or what have you. But you, how else are you supposed to help them to get better? Right. We're not just there to run around. Right. You know, and I want to win. Right. <laughs> you know? You hurt I, Johnny's feeling. <laughs> I want to win. Right. We had to play everybody on the team. Right. At least for a quarter. But I want to win. Right. And so when we practice, when I try to help you to improve your talent, right. I, my goal is for us to win. Because when we win, you win. Right. And, and when you uh, leave the basketball court, that winning attitude and um, hard work practice, right. you know, perfecting your craft translates into your everyday life. Right. But, but if you were then to do the awards banquet at the end of the year mm-hmm. and you said, hey, boys and girls, come over here. And you get censored. You're no longer allowed to be a couch coach because you said the word boys and girls. <laughs> and little little sissy over here is doesn't not sure what she is, and it's she's offensive. right. So now you're not allowed to be a coach because you said. It. Now I just talked to a man that came out of the military last night. The man we were talking about mm-hmm. that we both know. He said that they were not allowed in the military to say ladies and gentlemen. What would they have to say? I don't know, but they couldn't say that. Yuns. People. You and whatever. Yeah, they weren't allowed to say that. They weren't allowed to say guys. They weren't allowed to say anything that would indicate man or woman. Okay. They were not allowed to well, they say were, anything that would distinguish. They may have, if they're talking to their whole group, you may have men and women in it, correct? But are you saying they're not ladies and gentlemen there? Oh, Like there aren't ladies, ladies there aren't ladies in the military and there aren't men both? Mm. And we can't acknowledge that because somebody who's in between might get offended. Well, I'm not either. Right. I'm not a man or a woman because that's what some people believe. As nonsensical yeah, right, as that right. is, we're caving into that. That's, that's the kind of thinking <clears throat> that we're caving into today. You've got a whole Congress, Steve, who said you can't use uncle, aunt. Congress now? Yeah. The Congress right now, the, the representatives, mm-hmm. House of Representatives, has made a whatever, a legal law or written legislation. I don't know that it's passed in the Senate yet. But that you can't use the word uncle, aunt, mom, dad, boy, girl, 
he Where? or she in any like legal in document or? in any legal document in any legal writing so that the LGBTQ community feels more comfortable. So you're not allowed to use you're not allowed that. to use the male female pronouns because then you're not recognizing that some people don't think they're male or female. And now you're going to get censored if you do. This is the kind of stuff where you're you're looking at these things and should I then stop saying Mr. or Mrs. at the end of weddings? Should I stop saying because somebody there might not recognize that there's Mr. and Mrs. and that might offend them and make them feel uncomfortable. I think you've got to stand your ground. Just stand your yeah. ground on what you believe and you can't kowtow to every different oddball notion sure. that's out there or else you're going to get more of it. And it's not going to stop. People think it's going to stop. I, this one granddad, he made the best comment to his grandkids. He goes, you guys think I'm a dinosaur because he thinks in the traditional uh, view of marriage mm -hmm. and he thinks there's boys and girls. He goes, you think I'm a dinosaur? What's going to be weird when you're a grandparent? Yeah. Because it ain't stopping. Yeah. Right? <clears throat> That's true. It's good. Has it ever stopped in our whole lives, Steve? Yeah. Yeah, I haven't. Um, I, I guess maybe I'm a little ignorant <clears throat> to some of those things. I wasn't aware of those proposals and what have you. But I do know, obviously, people think different and you know, now than they did right. when I was growing up. Right. Like we mentioned about how we would address our teachers and people in authority. I wasn't allowed to call neither one of my parents by their first name. Right. By their first name. Oh, right. yeah. Do you like that face you have? You right. know, for real. So it was always mom, dad, <clears throat> or yes, ma'am, yes, sir, or something right. like something. I think you're going to see a day when those things are now offensive and that, you're going to be training be. them out. And it's going to be like, you know, I got the, as a coach, you couldn't say the word gay. Like you can never say, Hey, stop being gay or you're being gay. Like you right. can never use that. Yeah, I, I got it. That. I got I it. I understood that. it. What happens when Mr. And Mrs. becomes just like that or saying or acknowledging that. And now that's going to be offensive. Mm -hmm. How far do you go? Like, how far do we just keep backing up, backing up, backing up before somebody calls out the silliness? And that's where you've got to just stand on the Bible. Mm -hmm. The Bible says, I made the male and female. Let's just stand right there and we'll just stay there. Yeah. Scriptural truth states this. Science also states XY chromosome. There's boy part, girl parts, clearly. Now, maybe in some rare instance in like some super, sure. super small fraction born with both, both genitalia, let's say, or mm -hmm. no genitalia, whatever it is, some birth defect. Okay, you know, Granted, there there could be that, not to the level that we're seeing today, mm -hmm. right? That's true. That's where we are now. And I think from our angle, we have to recognize it, that there are people who are really offended by things like that. And, uh, we, I mean, we can't, there's no way in the world you can appease it. Right. All. There's no way. I right. don't care who you are. But at least we recognize it exists and we still treat people as human beings you right know, and regardless. I, I always would but i don't think that that for i think sometimes we focus as a society and, and sometimes even as individuals we'll focus on such a minor thing mm -hmm. that we'll forget all the major things sure and i talked to a young man about this just recently i said listen i said you're you're focusing on issues that aren't a problem because to him is a problem that uh evangelicals are getting violent i said i'm gonna tell you something you're gonna walk along a lot of miles before you find a violent christian you really will. Right. That's a fact. You're going to walk a long mile. Why are we like focusing on this? Why is this the big thing? Man, that's such a sl small sliver of people in our mm -hmm. society. I said, but you don't have to far walk far to find somebody who's addicted. You don't have to walk far to find somebody from a broken family, mm -hmm. somebody who's hungry, somebody who's hurting. Let's keep the focus on the main things. It's yeah. not fighting these battles that really just don't need to be fought mm -hmm. and, and don't need to be waged because it's not a big enough battle. Let's just keep our focus right here on the main things. And I think that to me, the disintegration of the family or the deconstruction of gender are going to have far reaching and very serious complications for the society mm -hmm. as a whole. 
Wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. The family is the fabric of our of our society. And I had this discussion yesterday, ironically, because in the African American community, um, the majority of kids are raised just by a, a mom. Right. And there are some side effects with that. That um, because you really it just like um, scientifically and biologically, it takes a man and a woman to make a child. Right. It really takes a man and a woman to bring up a child. And I'm not saying that child is just doomed if they don't have a you know mom and dad, but they need that structure in their life. If it's a grandfather, mentor, et cetera, somebody to help make fill in the gap because mom can't do it all. Right. She's not supposed to. Right. And not that she's weak or she doesn't know what she's doing. She's not supposed to. It's not the plan. is right. not like that. But that, that might come across as somebody. I agree with you 100%. Yeah. A thousand percent. I agree with that statement, but that might be looked at as Neanderthal now. No, yeah. you don't need a mom and a dad. Right. Do you, there were, weren't they just uh, celebrating a thruple recently? Three men raising a child? I haven't heard that. Yeah. You, what, what news are you watching? Yeah, I mean, no, I, I, I mean, people I'm send like, it to me. I feel like I'm living in another country or I something. Know, like, no, 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 yeah. Just, you got to watch the Flintstones more just, Yeah, exactly. It's, dude, it's everywhere. I mean, it really is. I mean, you hear these stories that just come up all the time, just constantly. And yeah. uh, whether I, I don't look at Twitter a lot. I do, you know, I look at Fox News and I look at the AP. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the two news sources that I go to. So I have an AP app and I have a Fox News app. Mm-hmm. And so those are the two because they're kind of two different okay, so angles. You, and you can get it right on your phone. and Yeah. Like, so yeah. I'm just looking. I look at the headlines and I see all the yeah, stuff. And I, then the I, things that interest me, like I'll, I'll read into it. And I think that another thing to me is this. I don't feel that I would have to apologize. And I see a lot of people apologizing, whether it's a mask issue or something else. Well, I didn't wear a mask and you all thought I should. I super mm-hmm. apologize for that. If you don't think you did anything wrong, you don't. You shouldn't have to apologize for mm-hmm. it. People who make innocent mistakes where they can say, hey, yeah, I'm sorry. Sorry that offended you. I mean, I certainly didn't mean that to be offended, but they're not doing something intentionally to hurt somebody. Mm-hmm. And from that perspective, I think sometimes I see people that are just guffawing all over themselves because of the political correctness and the mob demanding that they make an apology so they're making an apology and sometimes i don't think we should be apologizing i shouldn't be apologizing for saying there's male and female i shouldn't have to apologize for making that statement and i don't know if you can if a person can really truly apologize and it'd be authentic if they don't mean it right like you might your job may tell you you need to apologize or you're gonna get fired and you can say something but if you don't mean it you're just you're speaking words yeah i mean listen i i want to try to be fair. As I said, you know, last show, I mean, fairness is something that's important to me. And I want to be fair. If I ever said something that offended you, and I do tease you a lot at times, I joke around, I bust your chops about stuff and, Mm -hmm. you know, have fun with it. If something was ever offensive and you said, Hey, Bill, that kind of offended me. I'd be, Oh man, I'm sorry. And I would legitimately mean it because you would know it's not my heart. It wasn't my intention to do that. But if I stepped or said something the wrong way, then Mm -hmm. I just automatically forgave you every time. Thank you. I appreciate it. (laughs) And you're, you're allowed to give it back to me by telling me I need to be more black. (laughs) But I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Cause I'm one of those guys like don't bother me. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I don't get too offended by stuff that people say, but that's me. I'm not as sensitive as the rest of the world. So I'm not saying it's wrong for someone to be more sensitive. Mm -hmm. However, if I didn't do anything wrong, I don't think I should apologize by that. And one guy who got canceled, Chris Harrison, and he is the, I don't watch it. Apparently it's incredibly popular. I've I've read The Bachelor Mm -hmm. and 25 years the show's been running. I mean, that's wow. indicative of a really? pretty popular show. Right. So he, this that. guy's been their host, like their MC for years. And there was a contestant named Rachel Kirkconnell, and she attended an Old South ball. Mm-hmm. 
some antebellum whatever party, which the word doesn't mean much to me because I'm not really from the South. And I guess it was some sorority, perhaps, college party, and there's all these girls, and they went to it. They felt that, and she was on the show. And so he's doing another interview with a black woman who was a very well-known contestant on the show prior. And I don't know if it was a podcast or what it was, but he was interviewing with her and she asked, she asked him about it and he defended her and said, well, look, you know, and I'm not saying I agree with what he said, but he didn't really see it as being a huge, big issue. The girl who was running the show saw it as being a racist issue I looked at it like Southern Bell's racist, like dress. I'm not saying I would want my daughter to do it or mm -hmm. that I would have any interest whatsoever in any of this, but I would kind of wonder like, well, what's the girl's intent, you know, for Rachel Kirkano, is that just something she got caught up in? Not really thinking about, Oh, Hey, we're going to wear these long old Southern, whatever style dresses. And we're just going to have a party based on that. Like prom, like so whatever, she had it like at her house or something. Or I guess. Prom. I don't know. Okay. Well, this was a, maybe it was on a plantation. Too <laughs> could be. I, I might have had. And did she have? But but he it, got canceled. He had to apologize and leave a show. Did it? Did it have? That. Well, you, did you see it or you just? I read it. Read, yeah, okay, I read right. about it. Yeah. I was just wondering if it had like racial overtones. Like they were saying it did. Yeah. I mean, they're they're the woman who was interviewing him was surprised that he would be for that because she clearly saw that as something that was racist. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying that's what the girl's intents sure, were, but right. you know, in in a time of heightened sensitivity, whatever. Yeah, I, I could see it. But what he said is, well, the lens is different now. We're coming around with all the different things. Our lens is different now. And he was against the cancel culture mm -hmm. and ended up getting canceled. 2018 to 2021. Her response was, well, what's the difference? Racism is racism is 2018, 2021, which I would agree with that. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I could see the guy stepped in it and obviously he offended people. One girl had some podcast or show, Instagram influencer, had 30,000 signatures that this guy should step down. Mm. So you... Wait, you said something offensive to us? You didn't think like we did? Buddy, you're gone. <laughs> I think that's dangerous. Mm -hmm. I think it's not giving that guy a chance to grow. It's not giving him a chance to, yeah. you know, make a legit apology. Hey, I'm sorry. I mean, I, I certainly sure. didn't intend. They should know the guy by now. now he's how long has he been there? Oh, for years yeah. doing that show. Yeah, yeah I see. guess he's real popular. Yeah. I don't watch the show. I don't so either, I don't so I don't, I don't know. But I think people do deserve... You know, I don't think every, what do you ever call it, uh, I don't know, it's not a crime, but uh, maybe miscommunication or things that they say that are offensive is automatic termination. I don't think that right. should happen because some people don't don't look at it like this is not offensive. Right. And if you can bring that to light to them, especially for a high-profile right. entertainer, like I guess he is or was, Maybe he deserves to like, dude. You need. You should have done it like this or this or said it like that, and not to change his mind, but just to get him to see how, why people are offended by it. But it, there's a mob mentality that went after him to the point that he felt his only option was to quit. So he quit. So he quit his job. What's he doing now? I don't know. Probably he's probably fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, maybe Donald Trump's supporting him. I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. Honestly, I don't think the guy's racist. I mean, I, to me, there are certain things I know that's going to come across badly. Mm -hmm. I would not dress up like an SS Gestapo. I would yeah. not wear a swastika. Yeah, probably not a good okay? idea. Would not put a mustache on and dress like Hitler. I, right. I, would, I wouldn't do it. You yeah. know what I mean? For me personally, I think it's offensive. And when people have tried it and people scream about it, I get that. Mm -hmm. Totally get it. Oh, yeah, man. That was deeply, deeply offensive. Right. Okay, so I understand that. When you're starting to get to more of these marginal things like typical guy grows up white like me 
mm. doesn't understand that. Like we don't get that just because of our where lens. You come from. Yeah. yeah, where we're coming from and how we grew up. Like we're not thinking about that. That's offensive at all. It's just they're dressing up cute and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I'd rather see those long gowns than the miniskirts to be honest with you you know what i'm saying because i think that's way more appropriate no than right on, on <laughs> how, how how people dress like i think some of them are yeah you shouldn't let your daughter go out of the house that way but you know you you look at that and say okay but to cancel him for that because he he didn't even do anything he wasn't even there he was just commenting on what somebody sure. else did and they were picking on her and then one of the the offenses of this girl this rachel mccurconnell uh, is that her parents voted for trump mm. and that was one of the that was one of the offenses that was an offense and I'm like, this is crazy. This is you are getting way out of bounds, society, wow. when you're going to critique someone on who was on a major platform, okay, mm-hmm. who was in fact the the Republican representative of the Republican Party through the national convention, right? The Republican convention, mm-hmm. he has duly won all the primaries, and you're going to rip on people for voting when you have two choices. Well, they're going to go one way or the other, mm-hmm. based on whatever. Even if you don't like the guy, if you don't like either of them, yeah, you're you're, you're going to pick one. I don't think you should be ripped on for whatever your choice was, and I don't think I should be ripped on for whatever my choice was. Mm-hmm. And that that should all of a sudden be our society. Hey, listen, don't let Bill ever come into the schools because he's a Republican, a conservative, <laughs> and don't you don't want Bill on this board because Bill's a conservative, mm-hmm. and uh, Bill's not allowed to write for the newspaper because Bill's a conservative. He's getting censored. Mm-hmm. I would say that's highly dangerous. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I think, um, I don't know, maybe I'm just living in a bubble. I don't think the average person just you know, thinks that way all the time. And maybe I'm just, like I said, maybe I live in a bubble. At least in my crowd, most of us don't think that way. I would tend to agree with you. And I think that that's one of the points I'm making. I think there's a very small sliver of society that's kind of running things. Mm -hmm. And this mob that's running around getting offended by this or that, where you look at the issues for most people, this is not what we sit around thinking about it. Most people I know are not wrestling through gender issues. Most people I know are not doing racist things or involved in racist things or even think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, we're just happy for any I'm, dude. I'm happy for anybody who comes to church. I don't care what your skin color is. <laughs> I don't care what your wealth is. Yeah. I don't care. I'm just happy you're there. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And so I think a lot of us are like that way. So we have a hard time even getting any of it because we're like, but that's not us. I mean, it's not you. It's not mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, it's hard, but it's, this stuff is out there. These people are legit losing their jobs. We have an actress that was asked to step down. This is tip of the iceberg stuff. And Chris Harrison, who had to step down <clears> from his job because he defended a girl that went to an old South ball with the long dresses and they said it was connected with slavery and it's racist and blah blah okay sorry that's offensive and maybe we shouldn't do that we got to rethink that but cancel the guy Mm -hmm. because he didn't agree with you this is my issue with the cancel culture because if you don't nip this stuff in the bud we are going to lose our own freedom you as a pastor steve are going to be very curtailed in what you're allowed to say Mm -hmm. and so am i and so is this church and anything that we publish and anything that we do is going to be under the scrutiny of the mob and the mob is not always right because the mob yelled, crucify Jesus. Mm-hmm. The mob was not right. That's right. Right? That's right. That's All right, right. Go ahead. Weigh in on anything else that, that you no, think. No, I think um, I wish as a, I think as a society, we do need to understand each other. And Martin Luther King said, and I've said it before, that um, men hate each other. And he said men because that's what, right. you know, but people right. hate each other because we are, um, we don't understand each other and we don't right. understand each other because we're separated from each other. Right. So we're, you're on your side. I'm on my side. You grew up like this. I grew up like this and we never come together 
to express number one, what we have in common. Right. And then to see where we're different. And some of our differences are out of ignorance. Right. You just don't know. I don't know what it was like for you and you don't know what it was like for right. me. Absolutely. And when you get together and start realizing we've got a whole lot of things in common, right. those other things often will just drop off to the side. Well, I think there are people issues as far as labels. Like when I used to go to the gym, the last thing I'd ever want anyone to say when they first met me is someone else say, this is pastor bill. Yeah. Because I knew as soon as they heard that term pastor, they're going to think of me differently. <laughs> and they were going to kind of like, Oh, that guy better watch that guy. Don't be around that guy. Cause he's a pastor. Oh. And because why? Because they already have a stereotype of what a pastor is. And they think they already know you based on their own just of your title. Because of okay. what I do. Absolutely. Right. Yeah, that there was already pre, pre-conclusions drawn to who I am, what I'm like, mm-hmm. and I, I didn't want to be known as it. Because I'm like, I want you to know me for who I am, mm-hmm. not based on, because there was such a negativity too towards pastors at one time in society. It sure. seemed like pastors were getting bashed left and right. Mm-hmm. And so you kind of realize that it was a disrespected profession for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And so, no, I want you to know who I am. Right, that's true. Because I'm Bill. Mm-hmm. I happen to be a pastor. I know what I do. All right, but I'm I'm this guy who happens to do this job <laughs> that God has called me to do, and so but they would automatically think so. I mean, do I think it's been a problem for a long time? Oh yeah, I mean, it's many years since mm-hmm. I've been in college. I mean, all these years I've been in ministry, people have been labeling people, dismissing people, not mm-hmm. hearing people, and having stereotype stereotyping people. Wow. Right? Yeah, yeah, they do. I think maybe in the African American community, it's looked at different because if you're a pastor, reverend, whatever they have a tendency to put you on a higher pedestal, even right. if you don't deserve it. Right. They're going to put you there. Um, don't watch what you say. And you, you may make the room uncomfortable right. because you're there and they don't want to maybe talk like they normally would right. or do some of the things that right. they would normally do because pastor or whatever is here. Right. And I understand. From and I want to get to know them for who they really are. Yeah. Right. Not, Not because, on the guard. Exactly. Cause right. I have to behave this way. Cause I'm around a pastor. Right. Cause then you put that, you put a front on that's not really you. Right. And I'm not saying they should be disrespectful, but right. you're free to be who you are. Right. That's what I try to tell people. And if it's wrong, then, and especially when it needs to be a, adjusted and it's a hindrance to where you're trying to get, right. let's work with you. Right. To get you there. But here's one thing I'm never going to do I'm not going to apologize for being a pastor. Oh, no, you shouldn't. Right. I'm going to stand my ground on yeah. what truth is because that's that's my job. Right. I'm not going to be overly sensitive to somebody who says Bill's a cult leader. If I had a dollar for every time I heard that I was yeah. a cult leader, I could retire. Mm-hmm. All right, because it's been said countless times. Yeah, that happens. That, that's just the way it is. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's the way it is, and it's par for the course. And you know, I accept those things. But here's what I'm not doing: I'm not out censoring. Hey, they call me a cult leader. I'll shut down their Twitter account, mm-hmm. shut down their Facebook, shut down this, and going after that. Because I'm like, no, I mean, they said that. I'm going to prove who I am by who I am yeah. and by what I do, and I'll just keep living out the truth. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not going to worry about what, what everyone is out there saying because they're always going to say something. Mm-hmm. Now, in the human heart for you and for me, I think all we can do is then say, okay, we realize this is a problem for humanity, that we tend to characterize people, we tend to stereotype people, and we need to not do that. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we, would, where we need to learn yes. is we need to not make assumptions. Now, I did stereotype somebody. They were my house. And uh, we were eating pizza and I got out and he's, he's of Mexican descent. Mm -hmm. And I said to him, I don't mean to stereotype, but would you like some hot peppers? (laughs) He said, buddy, I'm first in line. (laughs) Well, that's great. That's great. (laughs) Cause I'm used to Mexican food being spicy and Mm -hmm. I, it's all, it's one of the things I love about Mexican food is when it's spicy and I'm not not a fan of Mexican food really. Right. I don't even eat soul food really. So I'm just a little different than some, but. 
Yeah, I get it. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, but I mean, I'm kind of joking around. I was teasing with sure. them. I'm like, I don't mean to stare. I was even trying to be sensitive with that. Right. Assuming you might like hot peppers. Oh, I'm first in line. Assuming <laughs> me every every time because we eat together our small group uh, every Wednesday night. You know, we always eat That's together nice. or something with hot peppers. It's him and me. We're, we're the two guys for sure. There's always going to be putting hot peppers on our stuff. So, yeah, no, but I, I listen, I love all the races and I think it uh, makes it beautiful. And I think that, you know, you look in, I was holding a little, you know, one year old, uh, again, a Mexican descent in my arms, mm -hmm. looking to his eyes just last night and realizing and looking at him. This is exactly how God has made him to be. Mm -hmm. This kid's so beautiful, you know what I mean? In God's eyes. And yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah you got to, that's true. Mm -hmm. That's theology. No one's better than anyone else, right? That's right. And we shouldn't be making assumptions about people. So that's one thing I would I would definitely encourage people not yeah. to do. Anyway, we went long on our time. Hope you appreciate it, though. <laughs> <laughs> right. Thanks, Steve, for coming in. I uh, appreciate you. I appreciate Thank all you. who listen. Uh, may God bless you all with a great and awesome week.